0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: We were waiting this morning because we were talking about having Colby Donaldson on. And truly, some of the funniest stuff. Like Because he was... Uh, it was Top Shot. That was a big in Survivor.
2: Yeah, three time uh, competitor on Survivor. Then it went to Top Shot, but he did have a a little spin on Kirby Enthusiasm. Oh, it was great.
1: One of my all time, the Larry David uncomfortable nature of his writing, and when you all the borders got blurred and the wall broken down when this scene.
2: So here we are in a region of Australia where out of the world's ten most deadly snakes, nine of them inhabit this region. Oh. It was harrowing. you come across a taipan on the trail? You get bit, you're dead, 30 minutes flat.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you, that's a very interesting story. Let me tell you. I was in a concentration camp. You never even suffered one minute in your life compared to what I've been through. Look, I'm saying, I'm saying we spent 42 days trying to survive. We had very little rations, no snacks. Snacks? What are you talking snacks? We didn't eat sometimes for a week, for a month. We ate nothing. I went from home. I mean, I couldn't even
2: work out when I was over there. They certainly didn't have a gym. Uh, What? I mean, I wore my sneakers out, and then the next thing you know, I've got a pair of flip-flops. Flip-flops? We slip on the ground, on the dirt. Okay, 118 degrees during the day, 98 at night, with 98 percent humidity. 45 degrees below zero. Did you guys have a bathroom? A bathroom. We didn't have. We one. had 12
1: people at a time would go and sh**. Well, I'm sure you had toilet paper. We had newspaper.
0: We had mosquitoes. We mosquito. didn't have mosquitoes.
1: You see this glass eye? Huh? Huh? Have you even seen the show? <laughs> Did you ever see our show? it was called the
0: holocaust (laughs) born april 1st in san angelo texas a graduate of texas tech america first met him as the runner-up on the second season of survivor with his popularity garnering him enough notice to bring him back for two more installments of the show he has gone on to host such history channel shows as top shot and alone as well as appearing on an episode of curb your enthusiasm and tonight He's back with an all-new History Channel competition series, Mountain Men, Ultimate Marksman. Please welcome Colby Donaldson.
1: What is going
2: on, Colby? How are you, man? Good morning. Good morning. Well, I could listen to that curve of Your Enthusiasm spot when you guys were playing it, and I, I had it. I'm driving down the road in the pickup, and I just, I had to... Had a little laugh here. What was it? <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, I'm wearing a pair of flip flops or whatever. <laughs>
1: it's so good,
2: man. So oh, good. Oh man, that was a that was a lot of fun. Well, a dude, lot of fun.
1: what a great life because like, you know, you welder by trade. That's what you do for, for that's what you were doing for a living, correct?
2: Correct, yeah. Still that's have a fabrication shop in welding for thirty years.
1: Yeah, but three time competitor, Survivor Man, host of Top Shot. Uh, you hooked him with this history channel, man, did alone make you to make the Kirby enthusiasm appearance, which, by the way, I've, nobody ever gets to break down the walls like that.
2: Well, and only Larry David could come up with a storyline like that right, and right. get away with it. Right. And, and of, of all the things I did back in that life, and that really feels like a, a former life, certainly a former chapter, um, that's the one that most still bring up, probably. Uh, and it was one of those proud moments and there've been many but it's one of those where where you do know that that show had and still has such an impact and, and and had such a viewership and it was it was tough to gig that was a gig that I auditioned for and and ironically enough Larry David didn't even know that I had been on Survivor when he cast me for that show I was initially rehearsing and we were getting ready I was playing a fictitious character named Steve and I think a couple of the producers said Larry this is kind of silly people People know who he is and know that he was on Survivor. And Larry said, "What he is?" And so we went back and reshot everything with me being introduced as as myself, and and, it, and it just worked. But it was yeah, a, well, no, that's it was a smart. badge of honor to get to do that show with him.
1: That's why he he wrote the one of the greatest and most uncomfortable shows of all time. I can't tell you how many times I'd be like, I I'm just gonna pause and come back to it. Right, yeah, right. But it's so good, yep. and, dude. And I love shooting shows. Like I'm one of those guys. Like I grew up. Shooting with my father was the one thing that we could agree on. You know, I loved metal and long hair, and motorcycles, and, and and running around doing what I do, and he was, you know, seriously Republican, conservative, Southern, and and so. But the one thing that we never ever got sideways during was, was he'd take me shooting and show me how to become better at it, and so it became a, truly a joy to to go shooting. And I'm not a, I don't even hunt. But I love target right. shooting, and I, and so it's always interesting when you think about what it takes—the muscle memory, the repetition, the the ten thousand you know hours to become great at something.
2: That's right. Well, and it's something you and I have in common, right? Is uh, those memories and experiences with our fathers. Yeah. I learned my my father taught me to shoot when I was six, and and those memories. Uh, that's how my passion was was forged and began was both with my father and also my grandfather. Um, uh, shooting and, and hunting, and I've carried that throughout life, and, and it is something again, kind of like the welding. I will never uh, not be a marksman and not be a passionate enthusiast of all things uh, weaponry, which again is is absolutely is part of what played into uh, to this show, Ultimate Marksman, and, and why I was asked to come back and 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 help them uh, create this new series and, and head up to Montana. And, and just had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's fun to to see, especially when people are just great. Like my old man, I, you know, when we were shooting 250, you know, 350 rounds a week, which isn't a lot for many people, but for us, it was a lot. I thought I was pretty good, but I'd watch my old man with this Ruger Blackhawk one hand and just at 25 yards with no, just, just with regular iron sights, just dropping it in, you know, right. and just... And you were like, I can well, I can never do it. Well, and when you mentioned that
2: round count, right, weekly, of, and obviously you are a shooter, and I can tell uh, the, the repetition, the practice, all that it takes. But remember, back in the 19th century, when we're talking about the mountain man era, the pioneers that were doing this, they did not only did uh, until later on in the ninth, 19th century have repeating arms, lever actions, right. revolvers, that sort of thing. Early on, it was one shot. Whether yeah. you were using a, a primitive bow, uh, we feature throwing knives, tomahawks, but when we get into firearms, you only uh, so often had one shot, and you better make it count, whether it was because it took so long to reload, if we're talking about a muzzle loader, or, is it, or it was because your game, your dinner for that night, uh, is going to run off if you miss it. And so I think that's unique to this competition as well. It's not about sure. uh, the repetition and the number of rounds you can get down range. It is making that first and sometimes only shot
1: count. Yeah, because think about it, man. They, these, these were not desensitized animals. You had one shot. It was a big blast, a loud noise. And you were, you know, maybe you had a horse or you were walking and they're gone. Those animals are gone then. You're you're right. One shot, one chance, and then either right.
2: that, or you're hungry. And what we wanted to do with Ultimate Marksman is really showcase and highlight yep. some of the difficulties, some of the attributes, what made that period so romantic to those of us reading about it and looking back now, but what also made it so brutal for those that were existing and living within it, right? It, those were tough times, and and the challenges we've created for these marksmen will absolutely take them out of their comfort zone. They're going to be using weapon systems that we provide them, whatever um, uh, that might be, uh, and they're going to have to do it in an environment or on a on a on a you know traversing the side of a mountain if they're shooters that are used to shooting at a range or shooting in their backyard or even, uh, you know, on a ranch, I dare say they haven't had uh, to release an arrow or throw a knife or shoot a firearm from some of the positions we put them in. And that is is what's unique and that's what's challenging. And ultimately, that's what they loved. They had so much fun, they being the competitors, showing up each week and not knowing what's next, but being open-minded and willing to adapt to whatever we threw at them.
1: Well, and that's the stuff I love because I'm a little uh, over the, the costume party that is the uh, the the tactical, you know, Y'all kind of type. And, you know, that just, right. you know, guys who really knew how to do it and really love the the, the hobby, the sport, you know, and, and there's those guys and then there's the it becomes a religion for some, and that's where I just got to sign off because, again, for my father, safety was utmost. My father didn't ever feel like he needed to carry a weapon, uh, but he, he loved guns and had a safe full of them. And... That's just that's just the way the the attitude always was. So when I see these guys who really put the work in, instead of uh, the look, they really wanted to become skilled at it. That's the stuff I love right.
2: watching. Yeah. Well, and also it, it's it's always fun. Yeah. To see how those skills um, are going to come to bear and how you will perform under pressure, the pressure of a competition, right? They're not under the same pressure of a charging bear, a grizzly bear right. back in the 1800s, but they're under the pressure of having cameras on them and having three competitors beside them. And uh, I don't care how well you've done uh, on the video you put on YouTube, how well are you gonna do under our circumstances and with our variables uh, and with the cameras rolling? And, and we, po- we call it performance on command. And it's it's always interesting to see who can deliver in those situations.
1: Have you uh, this last total side note, not to do with the show. If you're just show, joining the show, by the way, Colby Donaldson. Uh, we're talking about what's happening with uh, the show right now. The, the competition, Mountain Men Ultimate Marksman, debuting tonight, eight thirty on History. Uh, but before I went, I didn't know if you'd seen that new SnipeX rifle that came out of the Ukraine. Have you seen that six foot tall sniper rifle?
2: What What is it? Remind me.
1: SnipeX is the name of the company. It's Ukrainian. And they just, no, they just it. saw it come across, and well, because I'm looking at you holding a rifle, one of the pictures online, uh, and it's a
2: SnipeX alligator,
1: and uh, it's okay. So it's absolutely ridiculous. It's like
2: six feet long. Wow. <laughs> well, we our version of that is the Hawkin, right? right? Fifty caliber muzzle loader. One shot, better make it count, and we've got a great challenge where the where the competitors have to traverse their way through a forested section, and they've first got to find their target. They've got to see it, they've got to acquire it, and we've designed it so there is only one lane, one line of sight between their shooting position and that target. Can they hit it? Uh, and I guarantee you, what did Mark? What's the? I Hawks? love that. Six feet long. Lengthy. Yeah. It's a rifle. ten feet. Right. Ten pounds Yeah. Yeah. I've got Mark Romano sitting next to me in the truck. Mark is my co-host on the show, good friend. And, and we've been in Texas uh, actually training some shooters, a great group. Uh, in fact, a couple of those guys were from Kansas City uh, that came down this week. Uh, go Chiefs. I'm a Texas Tech Red Raider. And so you've got my quarterback up there uh, all right, all right, calling on. the shots for you guys.
1: Oh, man, hey, listen, come by the show anytime. They're give me the rap, Colby. But listen, we'll, we'll learn out on some guns, shooting, uh, interesting stuff, types of shooting, anytime you want.
2: Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me
1: on. Jake is having got him Andrews because I'm three minutes over. Can you see him in there? Yes, he's got a job to do. Oh, you know what? You You know what? He's a (laughs) fellow (laughs) fellow manager. So (laughs) he turns on, doesn't he? He just turns on him. Yeah. Just turns on
0: me. You got debris in my coffee. (laughs) See, See? I was defending you. Yeah. Here you go. Here's yours. Here's yours, Jake. You want one here?
1: Oh, oh, boy! There's oh, one. Here's one over there. No. Oh no, Jake got a dud. Oh my god! I oh. think
0: it was your throw. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you throw fireworks like a I girl. Hope it popped
2: in your ass. That's the next You throw fireworks like a
0: girl. Ah. Maybe we wrap up at nine o'clock this evening. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs>
1: That's a beautiful laugh you have there, Bob. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs>
0: That laugh is because they don't let me say F you, so that's that's what that laugh means. Or
1: do they let you say Because I've heard you curse on the show. That was not a curse. That was uh, Bob, a slip
0: of the tongue. I, yeah, it's a curse. Jolt like, this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's...
1: You know. uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love
0: this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,